0: Go out and I'll find some more of that Mulan no. Szechuan Teriyaki Dipping Sauce, Morty. That, because that's that's what this is all about, Morty. Uh, that's my one-armed man. I'm not driven by avenging my dead family, no. Morty. That was fake. No. I, I'm no. driven by finding that McNugget Sauce. McNuggets. I want that Mulan McNugget Sauce, McNugget. Morty. That's my series what arc, Morty. Hell? If it takes nine seasons, I want my McNugget Dipping Sauce about, Szechuan where? Sauce, Morty. That's what's going to take us all the way about? to the end, Morty. Season nine more seasons, Morty. Nine more seasons until I get that dipping Szechuan sauce. There? For 97 more years, Morty. I want about that McNugget. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts. The video game and entertainment podcast nobody asked for, but here I am every single week. <laughs> okay, that, w- that was a little self- self-deprecating. self This is a podcast where I rant and rave and talk about things that interest me. And here, uh, I don't know if y'all can hear that, but my neighbor is yelling in the background. Of course, as soon as I start the episode, we have interruptions because... It wouldn't be an episode of Frantic Thoughts without interruptions. I need to get like a noise-canceling padded cell and just sit in there in a straight jacket and do this podcast. Anyway, we are going to talk today about fandoms. Toxic fandoms. I know that sounds like a negative topic, but we are not going to talk all negativity. I wanted to go into some of these. Oh, wait. Hold on. The topic of the week. Okay, uh, yeah. So we're gonna talk about fandoms this week. Uh, what do I mean by this? What 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 does this all entail? That's a good question, right? So um, I'm gonna go into some fandoms, some uh, popular fandoms, and talk about some of the negative uh, impacts that I, that. Uh, let's just get into it. Okay. So I'm gonna start off with Rick and Morty. So Rick and Morty is one of my favorite TV shows, but the thing is, is, I don't talk about it too often anymore because the fandom surrounding Rick and Morty has gotten me to the point where I don't even want to bring up the show anymore. Um, they're just horrible, horrible, horrible fandom. Not everybody, of course. It's a, probably a minority that is like this, but it brings down my enjoyment of talking about it online and having that conversation when it comes to Rick and Morty. So, uh, let's go back to October of last year. Let's see. Rick and Morty Zeshwan Sauce stuff. So, if you guys don't know what the Rick and Morty Zeshwan Sauce issue is, what happened? Okay, this all started... It kind of spans from the Season 3. Season 3 had an episode that started... Okay, so, last year in April Fool's Day, 2017 April Fool's Day, so over a year ago, we they had an episode where they... Released Season 3, Episode 1. And at the end of Season 3, Episode 1, Rick has this insane mad rant about how much he wanted to find this Zeshwan sauce. And it kind of makes fun of, let's see, like kind of like origin stories and... He says, everything's about the Szechuan sauce. Oh my god, Morty, 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 everything's about the Szechuan sauce. Come on, Szechuan sauce, the Mulan, the, the, the Mulan Szechuan sauce for 1995. 19, 19, yeah, all, all that shit. He goes way, way ranting about it, right? So it's a s- silly, funny thing, kind of making fun of comic book origin stories, people, uh, character origin stories, and stuff like that. It's kind of just a take on, you know, how stupid and silly some origin stories are. So, fast forward to... October of 2017, McDonald's comes out with a very limited Mulan Szechuan sauce, and the thing about that is they only got like 10 of these dipping sauces per store. So uh, McDonald's tweeted out, "Okay, everybody, come to the store, get this Szechuan sauce. It's 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 limited. Okay, I didn't even talk about what this is. It's a sauce that only released when Mulan came out." Uh, in 1998, here it is. I'm, I have an article in front of me here. But yeah, in 1998, they had this Mulan Zeshwan sauce for chicken nuggets at McDonald's. And uh, the creator, Justin Roiland, thought it was funny to reference that because apparently he used to love that particular sauce. And they, of course, they discontinued it after the hype cycle for Mulan died down. So he's like, bring back Mulan Zeshwan sauce, blah, 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 blah. And then they ended up bringing it back very limited amounts 10 per store and they had people lining up outside of the store and freaking out because after 10 people there was no more left and uh the way mcdonald's hyped it up made it seem like oh first hundred people whatever can get it so the fandom just exploded all these people were doing these horrible things to the store yelling at the customer uh, service people there the people oops the people working at McDonald's of all places, standing behind the cash register, doing this most likely minimum wage, or if not a little bit above minimum wage job. If you're a manager, right? And they're dealing with these customers screaming at them about this sauce that they don't really know much about. Most most of them. Some of them, some of them might know the show, but that's besides the point. They had customers screaming at them. They had this kid. Okay, so. There's an episode later in the season, Pickle Rick. I'm sure everybody's seen that. That thing has become stupid to me. I love the episode Pickle Rick because it has a take on just how insane you can take a concept and how much you can bl- blow it out of proportion and how great and crazy you can make something so weird in in an idea. Like I, I can, it feels like that episode comes from them sitting down like. Pickle Rick, let's do this. And they made this episode where Rick Sanchez becomes a pickle because he wants to get out of family family therapy. And that's literally the episode. That's what it's about. Um, And then what happens is he can't, they leave him there and he has to figure out how to not be a pickle anymore by doing this insane thing. He ends up rolling off into the sewer, um, using his teeth to kill a rat, getting its skeleton and... Limbs and everything, it's ridiculous, and he goes on to kill it like a crazy adventure as Pickle Rick. Okay, so later on, okay, I'll go back to the Zeshwan stuff at McDonald's. This kid has a Rick and Morty shirt on. He jumped, this is the viral clip, I'm sure people have seen it. He jumps on the counter, screaming at the top of his lungs, Pickle Rick, Pickle Rick, Pickle Rick, making a huge scene over this thing, and then. It's just one of those mo- things that's so embarrassing to see. Like, why would you do something like this over this sauce, you know? And um, I know it, it. it's partially, it's mostly Mac- McDonald's fault. Here's a tweet from Justin Roiland, the creator of Rick and Morty. He said, FYI, we had nothing to do with this McDonald's stuff. Not happy with how this was handled. Please be cool to employees. It's not their fault. And then he says, bad can be found in every sample group of humanity. I have... Personally, seen more good than bad in the Rick and Morty fan base. I'm gonna focus on the good. So he sees the negative people in this fan base that are trying to bring the sh- you know they're not trying to bring the show down, but they take their fandom to the extreme, and it ruins it for people like me, which I love Rick and Morty. I've watched the first two seasons multiple times. The third season I've watched twice. And it's one of my favorite shows to put on in the background and just enjoy the jokes because there's always so many little hidden layers and jokes in this show that has all these crazy scenes in it. And it's just off the wall and wacky and fun. And it it has that weird sense of humor that Justin Roiland has that some people don't like where he's kind of screechy and he stutters a lot. He's like... Morty, 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 get in, get in, get in the spaceship. you know, there's that, like, really ranty, like, string of consciousness, con- uh, string of consciousness, like, just like this podcast, stream of consciousness style of voice acting that he is known for, I like that style, and he has this unique personality that I enjoy, but the thing is, is that these fans become elitist about this series and then it kind of just derails my enjoyment of talking about it online and uh this Szechuan sauce stuff i i did bring it up when it actually happened oh i just kicked something over um i did bring it up when and then i hit my mic see i i'm like making too much hand gestures here okay i apologize (laughs) i I, i'll try to see if i'll probably edit that little sound out anyway um I lost my train of thought because I'm being clumsy, like always. I, I'm basically goofy in real life. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, they have all this fandom that they go to the extreme. They go to the the crazy end of the spectrum. And it just ruins the fun for everybody else. So, we're going to go into a little bit. Not too much into the Steven Universe fandom. Which is another series I've talked... A great deal about it's one of my favorite series ever um they are becoming crazy and toxic too because of the f- popularity of the show uh it's, there's an artist on tumblr she does beautiful art and they were saying she was fat shaming somebody because they didn't do this or that and it, it gets to the point where this online bickering gets old to see um I don't even want to go too much into this one just just know that if you like if you find if you're a fan of Steven Universe just kind of stay away from the forum post and the reddit stuff because that fandom can be very negative not all of them but it sucks cuz you know I really enjoy that show so it's I see a lot of positive for that show because that show is all about positivity and love and friendship and family but I do see that other end of the spectrum too, if I look at anything. So it just kind of gets kind of to the point. So that, there's those two cartoons. So we're gonna jump into the biggest fandom ever. And My dog's up. I apologize. Um, Star Wars. So Star Wars fans have always been a little crazy, in my opinion. Uh, all the way back to let's start in the prequel saga. Okay. So the prequels came out, the fans didn't like it. They have a song called, uh, George Lucas raped my childhood. And, uh, something came out this week. This is actually what triggered my, my concept and idea to talk about this topic is the guy who played Jar Jar Binks. He did the voice for Jar Jar Binks, Binks Ahmed best on Twitter, on Twitter posted a screenshot of him and his kid looking out into the beach And he said 20 years next year I faced a media backlash that still affects my career today this was the place I almost ended my life it's still hard to talk about I survived and now this little guy is my gift for survival would this be a good story for my solo show let me know so basically he got harassed so much when he did the role of Jar Jar back in the day that he contemplated suicide And that's not a that's a serious matter. Like people, you own people were so horrible to him because he played this role that he thought about ending his life and not having this kid and not continue on existing because the fandom was so horrible to him. So that's the place where this toxic. Sorry, that's a place where I need to stop hitting the mic. I really do. Um, That's a way where this toxic fandom goes way overboard, even more overboard than the Rick and Morty stuff, because that stuff is just them trolling some people at McDonald's and just being complete jerk-offs and assholes to people, right? So, this guy got to the point where he just didn't want to live anymore because the people were so horrible to him for playing a role that was supposed to be fun and kiddy. And, of course, Jar Jar isn't the best character in Star Wars. We all know that, but there is no reason to uh ho- make this guy feel like he doesn't need to live anymore because he decided to take an acting role in the biggest franchise in the world and i it, it's just is so sad when i saw this i'm just like god this sucks like why do people have to be this shitty right um so i uh, i that that's there um of course, I'm looking at Polygon. This is where the, I'm reading, looking at this article about it. Um, let's see. Bess is only the act. The only act isn't the only actor that was impacted by the film's legacy. Jake Lloyd, who played the young Anakin Skywalker, was also swept up in a maelstrom. In one candid interview given just ten years after the Phantom Menace came out, he openly discussed the harassment he faced for his participation in the polarizing film. In that clip, which was viewed, which has been viewed nearly 2.5 million times, he looked visibly shaken as he recount, recounts it. They didn't let it go, he said, referring to fans' dislike of the film and by association, him. So that is a little kid taking on a role in a Star Wars movie and then the fandom making him visibly shake. 10 years later still thinking about how horrible everybody was and they never let it go never let him move on so this is the negative part of fandom right so we're gonna keep going here i'm gonna keep digging my heels in with first hours for a few minutes here but we'll have a positive spin on all this i promise i'm not gonna leave it on a down note this is not empire this is return of the jedi that was bad, but you guys get the point. Anyway, so um, Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn went to Twitter and he respo- he he posted the same article. And uh, he had a response to people. He said, people were responding to this post saying, yeah, it wasn't the actor's fault. It was the writers are missing the point. Critique it. Don't like it but spewing hate and bile at individuals individuals just doing their best to tell a story even if the story sucks is lame don't watch it star wars or any movie may be important to you but it doesn't belong to you if your self esteem depends on how good you think the current star wars is or your childhood is ruined because you didn't like a don't like something in a movie go to therapy that's what he said so I uh, pretty much agree with that. Like, there's no point in uh, defining yourself of media. I'm on this podcast every week talking about my favorite media and everything. It does not define who I am, but my interests, I feel like I can connect with other people by talking about my interests, my likes and dislikes and everything else. That's why I do this show, right? But I'm not on here telling people that they need deserve to die, that this is the worst thing ever. Like, I don't like Solo. Okay, Solo is just okay to me. I thought it was kind of just there. Like it's probably like not even up near the top five of my favorite Star Wars movies out of ten. It's just okay, right? But when I talked about it on the show, I was being very critical, and I told my positives and my negatives. And when I did the spoiler part, I said this is what I didn't like, this is what I did like, and it's just okay to me. So. I I just don't understand being this negative towards everybody about your fandom next up we're going to talk about the last Jedi which if you guys know me I love the last Jedi I have my little minor issues with it and I think it is one of the best Star Wars movies if not the best Star Wars movie it is up there for me I have watched it three times now I recently watched it again and I still liked it just as much and I constantly go back and watch the Red Room scene. If you don't, haven't seen it, you know what I'm talking about. And I constantly go back and watch the hyperspeed silence scene. And I love that part. That's freaking awesome. There's a lot of really cool moments in that movie. Um, it's beautifully shot. I love the ending. I think it's a very fun, adventurous story with some really... Lots of layers to it, some foreshadowing in different sections that are fun to go look through and I love the lighting and I love the color correction. The CG is stunning and I I have a lot to say positive about The Last Jedi. Of course a lot of people dislike this movie, they hate this movie. They despise it to the point where there is a crowdfunding thing called remake the last jedi this thing just makes me laugh i haven't talked about it yet but i've been kind of following it here and there it's so silly right so on twitter this is what their pinned tweet is it's kind of a thread we're gonna read through it real quick he says remake the last jedi this is at rm the last jedi on twitter says, our team of producers is offering to cover the budget for a remake of The Last Jedi in order to save Star Wars. Share this and spread the word to let at Robert Liger and Disney know you want this. This isn't a joke. We're ready to have the conversation now. Hashtag remake The Last Jedi. Hashtag, hashtag Star Wars. Okay, this is going to be a little long-winded, but I'm going to get through it real quick. We will be consulting with Star Wars fans directly throughout the writing of the remake of The Last Jedi as the plan is or as the plan is to make a version of the last jedi that is as close to universally accepted as possible he'll never please everybody but at least it wouldn't be blasphemy because apparently last jedi is blasphemy anyway in fact we want to the writing team to be a diverse group of people that both loved and hated the last jedi so we will have an inbox for story treatment submissions and actually hire people onto the writing team from what we received so this is your stand, your chance to write a star wars film Iron sharpens iron, and the best writing comes from a group of people who have differing opinions but can constructively work together for the best story possible. Not just one writer sitting in a room thinking whatever pops into their head is the best idea ever. The people in power think the fans who disliked The Last Shadow are an irrelevant minority of basement dwellers who are just keyboard cowboys that will actually... That will never actually affect real change. If you don't want them to win the spread, hashtag remake the last Jedi and let your voices be heard. So let's unpack unpack this a little bit. So this group. I can't tell if they're a troll group. Right. Like I don't know if they're trolls. Whatever. They have a landing page. Let me go to it. I haven't actually clicked it in a while. Let's see how much their quote unquote real crowdfunding pledges are. Because this thing was randomly jumping. So now it says that it's at $402,704,000 and 60. No, what? It's $402 million. Okay, so I was looking at this the first day, and people, there's no way it's at $402 million, guys. Come on. There's no way. They do not have that kind of reach. Let's see. They have 7,000 followers on Twitter with 6.2K retweets and 6.7K even if everybody donated a hundred dollars, there's no way they could get that much money. So this is all BS, in my opinion. So I think that the fact that I just I'm just not really a fan of this. Um, I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted by their snarky tweets. I think it's really a troll effort. But this kind of thing actually got the attention of all the director, Ryan Johnson. He's like, do it, do it, like egging him on and laughing about it. They, there was a concept artist who made like this splash cover art of like Mark Hamill with super buff abs and uh, Princess Leia cooking in the kitchen and stuff like that. It looks super silly and dumb. Um, but yeah, this this little crowdfunding thing, this... this uh, well, what what am I trying to say? This "quote unquote" revolution is not—it's stupid, guys. Come on, it's a movie. You know, the fandom—the fandom for the the original Star Wars trilogy—I get it. Right, this movie isn't exactly what you wanted. So, let's let's rewind back a little bit. To let's see, 2016—that's when the Force Awakens came out, right? So the for- No, it was. Yeah, it was twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen, Force Awaken com- comes out, right? Okay, this movie was pretty good. This movie was good, but it's just a retelling of New Hope. Look, look at all these similarities to New Hope. We want something new. What? Why is uh, R two and what's, what's with all these cheesy cameos? We want something new. This isn't really new. This isn't new. Why don't we have anything that's brand new and unique to Star Wars? That's something unique in Star Wars. Okay. Fast forward back over to December 2017. Was it a year apart? It was 2015 for Force Awakens. I was wrong about that. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Go back over to when The Last Jedi comes out. Something new, something bombastic, something unexpected. Every single scene is telling the fans, Hey, this is something different, but it's still Star Wars. This is something different. This is something new. This is something unique. This is something that you haven't seen from Star Wars, something that you might have thought of from Star Wars, and here it is, something new, like you guys asked, and everybody hated it. Not everybody. I'm on the the line where I like, I love it. I think it's a great movie. Um, but a lot of the fans, I would say it's almost, a, it feels almost like a 50-50 split so the fandom on the negative side starts to feel like it almost outweighs the positive side which is something that sucks you know i i uh will go on the i'm tired of actually almost tired of reading about the last jedi it's just to the point where i'm like guys come on let's just stop talking about this movie it's just a movie (laughs) that that's what it all boils down to when it comes to these fandoms like those were just cartoons this is just a movie um and, of course, this goes over to video games, too, but I'm not talking about that specifically today. Maybe I'll go into it some other day, but fandom can be a powerful thing. You get together. You have Star Wars Celebration, right, for Star Wars. You get together, have a great time, and there's packs for video games. Uh, fandom can be a powerful thing that brings people together. This entertainment that we all love can bring people together, but at the same time, it can push people apart. So that's what I wanted to talk about. All this stuff, all this negative shit I just threw out you guys. Take it, internalize it, think about it. If you're one of those people that hates The Last Jedi, just just say your piece and get out. We don't need to sit here and drag it through the mud over and over again to the point where some of these fans are harassing actors. Like the actor that played Rose, she deleted her Instagram because of all the harassment. That's bullshit. That should not have to happen. We should not if I say I like Star Wars, I should not have to feel like I'm connected to that even a little bit. You know what I mean? I like Star Wars, but I hate people that end up having stuff like that happen. She had to delete her Instagram because people are so rude about that character and she I liked Rose. I I, I know that's a very divisive opinion, obviously, but I thought her character was really good. And she seemed like she was having a great time with that role. And I really thought she adds a lot to the the movie, in my opinion. So, internalize all this. Think about it. Fandom is a tool that can be used for good or it can be used for bad, right? So let's all just enjoy what we enjoy. And if we enjoy it, let's share it with others. We share the positive moments. We share the positive feelings that we have for all this stuff that we love. And if we dislike something or have problems with something, let's not drag everybody through the mud. Let's not drag everybody down with us into this negative hole of hate and harassment, shitty things that cause people like Ahmed Best to consider killing themselves over a movie over a role he decided to take in the biggest franchise in the world. So this got really heavy, but think about it. Just be, try to be a good person. I don't know, I know I don't have like the biggest reach ever, but if you're one of those people that are going on these message boards, going on Twitter, going on whatever, spewing all this hate about a movie, about a cartoon, about a video game, It's entertainment. This is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be positive. It's supposed to bring people up. It's supposed to distract us from the shitty world that's around us and all of the horrible stresses we have in life. That's the point of this entertainment, right? It's supposed to bring us up. It's supposed to lift us up. Don't be one of those people that turn all this stuff that's supposed to lift us up into something negative and something hateful and spiteful. And that... Conclude my TED talk. I'm just kidding, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. Um, I feel like I went on really long for this topic, but let's just be good to do. Let's be great to each other, not just good to each other. Let's be great to each other, everybody. All right, so uh, let's continue on the podcast. How long was that? That was that seemed like a long time. Okay, 25 minutes. That's too bad, but yeah, um, we're gonna do recommend recommendation minute like I always do. So uh, let's get this queued up here. <laughs> All right. I thought that went really well. I've been thinking about this topic a lot lately. So um, let me let me know what you guys think. I'm going to post this in the forums like always at cartridgeclub.org. Uh, tweet me or whatever. Let's talk about this. And let's have a positive forum for discussion when it comes to this uh, topic. We can talk about it on Discord, whatever. Let's, let's, let's have a conversation about this. I I think it's a really interesting topic and how fandom can be used as a weapon and how it can be used as a positive thing to lift people up. So, we're gonna do Recommendation Minute. Let me uh, pull up my doc here. I minimized it while I was ranting. Where's it that? Here it is. Okay, yeah, that's what I was gonna do. Okay, Recommend- Recommendation Minute starts right now. So, reco- whoa, oh my gosh. You gotta be kidding me. That was really loud. I got to start this over oh man that was horrible so basically what happened is I have this app that did a pop-up even though I have ad blocker on and it started making that music so well start recommendation minute over (laughs) Uh, it's a train wreck but hey you're here let's let's do this recommendation minute starts in three two one for real this time three two one go So what I've watched recently, yesterday actually, is at Games Done Quick, there was a Super Mario Maker Relay Race. And I thought it was so fun to watch. They made seven levels and uh, they had two teams. Every time somebody died, they would switch out a person and it got really intense. And it was just so much fun to watch. So look that up. Uh, Games Done Quick, Super Mario Maker 2018 is what you would have to look up on YouTube. Give that a watch. I found it very entertaining. It's about an hour long. But some of the levels that people come with come up with is insane, and I really liked it. And one more thing is Mickey Mouse has new shorts that has a really fun new school art style. It feels kind of like Ren and, and, and Stimpy mixed with Mickey Mouse. I know that sounds weird, but it's fun, cool animation, different... And it's actually really good and it makes me laugh and they're really fun Uh, just look up Mickey Mouse shorts on YouTube and watch those I've really been enjoying those so that's been a minute so uh, let's go into uh, what's happening (laughs) what have I been up to this very week this 4th of July week and also I have a beer with me here it's called lame duck if you're watching the video version Uh, I'm sure that picked up I don't know <laughs> uh, I I do these video versions I I don't think anybody really watches them but here lame duck damn bam has a little rubber ducky on it it is one of the most bitter beers I've ever had it's the pale ale let me try I'm gonna take a sip right now let's, let's, let's do a live taste test here okay ready <laughs> it's like biting a pine cone. Uh if you're into IPAs it's pretty good but IPAs are a very, very rare occasion for me. I'll enjoy one. But they're very strong. Anyway, I've been watching Glow. Season 2. That came out. Oh, my God. That show was so fucking good. So good. It's awesome. The actors are... They kill it every single episode. I love the storyline. Every single character has a motivation and... Emotion and oh, it's so good. If you haven't seen Glow, it's about it's gorgeous, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. It's on Netflix. Um, season one and uh, ended last year sometime. Two just aired this year. Um, it's about gorgeous ladies wrestling. It's about this uh, little public service or public. Uh, I can't talk a public wrestling show that was on like public television cable and it's very fun to watch it Has mark marin in it Alice, uh, alison brie a couple of other fun um well-known actu- actress actresses i can't talk again what is going on with my, my mouth i i drank a beer and i'm instantly drunk i guess <laughs> um alison brie and mark marin are, are in there and um it's a really fun show. Uh, I really enjoy it. I uh, recommend it 100%. Uh, everything. I, I want to finish it right now, but I've been watching with Sierra, so we're kind of like watching it together. Oh, and uh, new Steven Universe episodes came out. Still fantastic. A uh, huge bombshell dropped a few months ago, and they're finally following up on that. I've watched two of those so far. So good. So great. The uh, characters are just they're building to something, and I'm really excited to see where that goes. I've also been watching this show in the background, and it's silly and it's kind of dumb, but I've been watching Superstore. It's like a, a, The Office Light, I guess, in a, like a Walmart-type thing. It's fun. Uh, it's silly. Uh, a little cheesy. Some of the jokes don't really land. It's it's okay, you know. It's not one of the best shows ever, but it's if you want something just to throw on in the background, it, it's on Hulu. Uh, Superstore is really fun. Uh, I, I like the characters and I've gotten some laughs out of it So that's all that's always a little worthwhile. So might as well check that out Also played a really good video game this week I've been kind of like turning all the lights off putting headphones on and playing this one uh, the life is strange life is strange. It came out in 2015 I played episode one way back then and I played episode two like a year and a half ago But I said hey screw it. I'm starting over so I started over played all five episodes this whole week well couple last couple weeks i've not had that much gaming time lately but hey it is what it is um so i played that game and it's it's spectacular uh it has some corny stuff in it here and there some of the lines or line rings are a little awkward and but I love the time travel elements to it. So the basic mechanics of Life is Strange is you're the main character, Chloe, can rewind time. So if you've ever played one of those, like, um, what's the game? Like Telltale games, like Walking Dead or the Batman game, whatever. Tales from Borderlands, any of those. You pick a option. So you have a, like, a little, like, dialogue tree. You pick which dialogue option you want, and you're stuck with that. In this game, Chloe can say... F you to this guy. And then you can watch the whole scene play out and then rewind and then say, I love you. You know, this is just a very generic a- answer and then see what the outcome is. And you can choose which one you would actually want to do. And the thing that's interesting about this, you think, Oh, I like this option better in the moment. But then in the next scene that, that choice could have fucked you over for something else, which is really interesting and fascinating how they put it all together. Um, the story is super cool. I'm not going to spoil anything, obviously, but I highly, highly recommend playing Life is Strange and I'm going to play that awesome Captain Spirit, awesome, whatever, awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. That's what it is, which is supposed to be like a prequel, like in between cool between Life is Strange and Life is Strange 2. So I'm going to probably check that out maybe today or tomorrow on my day off. So that's going to be good. Uh, I also wanted to ask you guys something. Should I play the Octopath Traveler demo? I don't really like JRPGs that much. Uh, the last time I really got into an RPG was South Park Stick of Truth, and I played that like two years ago. And I really liked this game, but the actual combat was boring to me. Uh, I think turn-based is boring. Is this game gonna interest me at all? Uh, I know it's three hours, so I guess I should just jump in and try it. But I don't, know. I don't know. Uh I have it downloaded, so maybe I'll jump into it. Just let me know. Should I try it? Like, do you think I'll like it? I do love really good stories and the art style's spectacular. That's the main reason I'm thinking about trying it out. We'll see, we'll see. Uh 4th of July happened. Uh I asked to work 4th of July, right? I've been asking to work these holidays because it's time and half. You know, if you're full time you get time and half at my job. And every single time I have a holiday, he doesn't schedule me anymore. And I'm like, dude, I want this extra money. I want, I'm a, I'm a, uh, a department lead and I'm asking to work a holiday and you're not scheduling me. Like, what the hell? Right? Like, come on. So I don't know. Uh, I'm like, whatever. I didn't work. So I was here at home, uh, hanging out. Whoa. I think I just like moved or something there. Um, I'm, like, here at home hanging out and, uh, like, because I have my headphones on and it's monitoring and I – it sounded different. Anyway, I uh, didn't really do much yesterday. I was chilling, like, the whole day, like, just relax to the max. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but my dog, man, I, I feel really bad for Raven, my dog the night before we had like this insane thunderstorm that was shaking the house she hates thunderstorms she even hates rain she gets scared at rain at the possibility that there's thunder happening so she was freaking out already and it was raining all day and then fireworks started popping off and she was so scared i was like trying to like hold her and wrap her in the blanket and like try to calm her down as much as i could i felt so sorry for her i gave her so many treats and loves because like Oh my god she was freaking out i felt so bad (laughs) but yeah that happened and uh i told sierra i'm like okay she's getting off of work the day before the third on the third it's like hey buy some ribs let's have some ribs you know fourth of july so she gets in the car when i go pick her up with eight pounds of ribs i'm like what the hell this thing is huge this thing is like the size of my ribs they're giant and i'm just like what the hell like we don't need this much this is like enough for like four or five people here she's like i know but didn't look like the other ones had that much meat on it so i'm like okay screw it i'll cook it so yesterday i started about 5 p.m no it was like three i started cooking these ribs i marinated them overnight in like a very light barbecue sauce that i thinned out with some vinegar and some seasonings and I let it sit overnight and then I took it out and then I just put dry rub on it when I I, I cooked it like that like it was with nothing else extra right just the marinade for like about two hours on like 275 and then I put some dry rub on it and I turned it up to 325 and let it cook for like three or four hours and then I turned it down and let it cook even longer so we ate about nine thirty or so because she got off at like nine something but yeah the ribs were awesome the meat melted off the bones and then i got this beer right so i did say i'm not drinking as much but i have some i bought two six packs of beer and yesterday for the july so i mean i wasn't going to drink it all at once of course um but there was a six pack of this this beer that i asked my boss i'm like hey dude what kind of beer do you like and he's like get the what was it sea brew Doghead fish, something. I don't know. It had lemon in it and lime. And I'm like, okay, I like lemon and lime. I go and I take a sip and it tastes salty. I'm like, what the hell? It has lime peels, black limes, and sea salt in it. I'm like, who wants to drink a drink with salt in it? It was gross. I didn't want to waste, excuse me. I didn't want to waste it. So I drank it all. Like not all of it. There's still a few left in there, but I drank like two or three of those, and they were disgusting. I'm like, dude. Anyway. But yeah, last week, I was just impossibly broke last week. I was so broke. So I had like 30 bucks, and it's it's a weird feeling because you, I usually have some money, right? I'm never this broke. So... I, did, I haven't felt this way in a while, like, I've ha- I've been pretty close, but I've always had a little bit of savings backed up, but my savings is basically gone now, right now, right? So I'm like, oh my god, I'm just broke, like, I can't buy anything, like, I want a drink, I can't get a drink, if I want to like, grab something to eat at work, I can't do that, but I bought myself some Monsters, with that 30 bucks, and some groceries, and Sierra bought some more groceries on top of that, and we were fine, but it sucked, <laughs> Uh, but it is what it is. I got paid, and then it's like instantly bam. We got money. So it's like okay cool I bought myself an 8-bit dough controller because they were on sale for 35 bucks, and they're usually 50 So I didn't get nothing on the Steam sale, and I bought Axiom Verge for $10 on the PlayStation Store Which I'm like hey, I want to play it on I want. I want to play that on PlayStation not on PC So I bought it on PlayStation for 10 bucks. It's a good deal uh, I'm talking a lot <laughs> Uh, we recorded episode zero of the trade Papercast. I've been working on this a lot. So I talked about it last week. It's my comic book podcast. There is an RSS feed. I've tried it on different things. If you look up trade Papercast as one word, it usually comes up. But if you want to listen to episode zero, it's about 15 minutes long. It is on the feed already and we're waiting for iTunes approval. So that's going that that process is going. I made an, uh, like a logo that was like hand drawn. I thought it looked a little like amateurish and not that great. So I went ahead and made a really nice computer one that's really pretty, I think. So that's there uh, at Trade Papercast on Twitter. Go ahead and follow that if you want to follow that podcast. So if you need like comics, it's a fun time. We're going to read uh, Afterlife with Archie for the first one, which. I read already, and I have opinions, but I won't disclose those here. You're going to have to listen to the show. (laughs) But if you want to read along with us, it's kind of like a book club for podcasts, kind of like the Cartridge Club is for games, but for books. So if you want to read that, it is Afterlife with Archie from 2015, Volume 1. And I think you can get it for about 10 bucks. So if you want to read that, uh, you probably can find it online, too, from shady places, but I'm not going to encourage that, uh, support the authors and stuff, you know, all that good stuff yeah, you know, it's so easy to torrent everything, honestly but I don't do that, I like to support things that I love, so let's support people that make great fun stuff, anyway we're gonna go into the next section, which is the news of interest <laughs> trying to move back from the mic, cause this mic has uh, been fun to figure out <laughs> uh, let me pull up that tab, here it is to start off with Jim Carrey to play the Sonic the Hedgehog villain Eggman. Interesting. <laughs> Here's an intriguing combination. This is from Deadline.com. Jim Carrey and Sonic the Hedgehog. Sources said Carrey is negotiating the star in the Paramount film in the role of Robotnik, a villain in the live action slash CGI adaption of the hit Sega video game. Star. Uh, the. The picture is going to star James Marsden and Tika Sumter. I don't know who that is. And it's di- directed by Jeff Fowler. I don't know who that is either. Neil Moritz, my. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> uh, Sonic must stop Dr. Eggman from completing his plans for world domination is basically the gist of the story. <laughs> so it's live action CGI. James Marsden is Sonic, and Jim Carrey is Robotnik. This sounds like batshit, Wacky insane I gotta go see this Ironically And hopefully I unironically like it right That's the hope But I think Jim Carrey's just gonna go in there And grinch it up (laughs) He's gonna go crazy He's gonna be all wacky It could be fun I don't know CG freaking Sonic With real life people It's Smurfs with Sonic I don't know Who knows if this movie actually comes to be But I'm very fascinated. Let's just say that much. Uh, only one more news story this week I thought was pretty cool. Uh, I did, that was a short one, a little short thing here. There has been a rocket has been counting down in Fortnite. and It launched at 1.30 EDT, and this was on Saturday. See, this is from Kotaku. When I logged into the game, I could hear a klaxon blaring every few seconds, and before long the ground started to shake, with what only what can, I can describe as rocket launching noises. It began its slow climb up into the sky. Then something weird happened. There was a bang and the rocket tilted in the sky before some kind of pod shot out of it and flew across the map. Then. When I turned in the direction of some weird, warbling space noises, a big object appeared in the sky and shot a red laser into the ground, making me believe that I was definitely going to die, but I did not. Immediately after that big piece of sickly green metal shot across the map parallel to the ground, then time and space blinked in and out and something shot vertically into the sky, literally cracking it. It looks like some other universe is leaking into the game of Fortnite. I don't know what that means. So, yeah. He said it's some audru bajahada stuff. I don't know what that means. I'd just stop reading that. But yeah, it's a uh, it was so basically all this happened to everybody in the game. I watched the clip. Uh they're setting up for season 5, I think. Yeah, season five. So Fortnite is one of those things I'm kind of in a love-hate relationship with. I get tired of people talking about it. But I do love the concept of live events and games like this. So everybody was playing, and this happened to everybody at the same time. And everybody that was there can say, hey, I was there when this rocket shot off in Fortnite, which is awesome. This is the biggest game out there right now. So I'm just... Really fascinated to see where this goes. Is it going to be some kind of ta- time paradox thing? Is there going to be some kind of weird like creatures coming into the game? We'll see. It, it's interesting. I do want to see what they come up with. So that's awesome. So uh, I wanted to try a new segment this, this mo- week. So the first week of the month, I want to go over what games and movies I'm looking forward to. So let's start up the new segment. It's called the hit list <laughs> no i fucked it up okay the hit list there we go so the hit list we go over the releases and we gonna do it in a very rapid fire fashion i talk a little bit about why i'm excited about them so this is going to be for july 2018 i'm going to do this at the very first episode of every month if i remember <laughs> so here's some games that i'm looking forward to in july 2018. July 13th, Octopath Traveler, I'm not sure how I feel about this game, but it looks so cool and I'm really excited for people to get their hands on it. Pool Panic, which is a plosive nightmare. Plosive, you know, in a mic. Anyway, Pool Panic, July 19th. Podcasting joke, sorry guys. (laughs) Adult Swim has published a ton of releases at this point, but few have screamed Adult Swim quite like Pool Panic. A game that's irreverent and stylish, stylishly illustrated and stars billiard balls with wildly toothy grins. This just looks silly and dumb and fun. I gotta try it. Let's see, what else am I looking forward to? Uh, one that already came out this week, Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered Edition. If you have the PC Steam version of the original, you get a free copy, and I did, so I got a copy of that. I'm gonna try it out soon. It looks really cool. Uh, there's a roguelike equivalent of like a Mega Man game and it's a shooting action Mega Man roguelite game coming out July 10th and on a Switch it's coming PlayStation 4 and Switch on July 10th and on the 11th it's coming to Xbox 1 it is a randomness of the hardcore jumping Mega Man game where you uh level up and die and you have to start over and the stages are all randomly generated and it looks beautiful and i'm interested in the art style and Mega Man style roguelike that's an interesting concept and i didn't think i said the game's name it's called 20 xx that looks cool Uh, i want to wait for reviews for that one but definitely want to give it a shot uh next up we got captain toad's treasure tracker for switch gonna grab that solely for the Mario, mario odyssey levels and to play through it finally uh Sonic Mania Plus is coming out. I'm going to update mine on Switch. I'm going to buy the little pass, but there's a physical edition coming out. And yeah, that's going to be cool. Mega Man X Legacy Collection 1 and 2 is coming out July 24th. Going to pick that up. I've never played a Mega Man X game ever. So, this will be my first experience with that. And there's one more game coming out called Semblance. And that's a July 24th game as well. Similis is a puzzle platformer where your character in the world it inhabits is made of Play-Doh. Squish, squash, and tr- deform your characters in the world to soft puzzles in semblance's soft, bouncy world. Uh, I listened to an interview from E3 about this game, and it just looks beautiful of the art style. And it's coming out on Switch and PC on the 24th, and I have to play this game. This is right up my alley. So I'm excited for that. And Let me look up the movies. I had it up here for a second here. Hold on. I had it up on my phone, but my phone was doing weird stuff. Here we go. July. What's coming out in July? Ant-Man 2 comes out tomorrow. Definitely looking forward to that. I love the trailers. The first Ant-Man is sick, and it's gotten good reviews. So definitely going to watch that. Uh, The only other movie I'm looking forward to, actually, surprisingly, is Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Cause it looks like a hilarious fun romp uh, there's not a lot coming out this month that decides that I'm, that I'm like super excited for I know we'll probably end up seeing Hotel Transylvania and uh, was it uh can bother me bother me movie I'm gonna look at it oh shit I hit the mic bad movie what is it called don't bother me is that out right now no I don't know the name of this movie movies in theaters like I, I this movie is on the tip of my tongue new movies in theaters right now okay sorry to bother you definitely want to see that <laughs> um, we might go see the first purge I don't know uh, nothing else looks sticks out to me too bad or too hardcore um, but yeah that's uh the hit list the hit list the hit l- <laughs> the hit list for July 2018 let me know what you guys are excited for in media this month I hear you kitty my cat is making sounds I heard her anyway uh, I think that's it for this week on the frantic thoughts podcast Uh, thank you so much for listening go follow me on twitter at frantic society that's frantic s-o-c-i-e-t-y check out my youtube channel bit.ly slash frantic sub and there is a, ch- a video over there called Evergreen Games. It's about games that I love to go back to and uh, I got a bunch of Cartridge Club members in there and we made a little fun video. Go check that out. It's cool. I liked it. I think it came out good. Uh, go over there. I'm going to be doing some stuff. I'm, I'm going to stop promising YouTube videos because I get a lot of ideas that I don't follow through with. It's been a while since she's done that, hasn't it? Storm! Stormy! Meow, <laughs> meow. <laughs> okay, I'm going to wrap this up so that you don't have to hear too much of that. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. Go over to the forums, cartridgeclub.org slash forum. Check out the Friend and Thoughts tab. This episode, leave a comment. We'll talk over there. And go to the Discord, bit.ly slash club Discord. We'll talk over there, too. I think that's it. Trade Papercast. New episode comes out the 13th and it's going to be about what is it? Afterlife with Archie. Yes. So uh, we'll have fun talking about that with my girlfriend and we'll have a good conversation. Hopefully that's going to be good. I like it. Setting up that podcast feed was actually not too hard. A I did it on archive.org. There's actually a free way to host podcasts over there and it actually worked out pretty good. So thank you so much, Derek from Two Dorks, for getting me the information and stuff and the help I needed to get that up. So I appreciate that a lot. If you're listening, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Anyway, thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll see you next week. And I love you. Bye. say sunshine for everyone. But as far as I can remember We've been migratory animals living under changing with We will foresee obstacles, through the blizzard, through the blizzard Today, we will sail our uniform, and live together, live together